0: The real world gives no fucks, it is not a classroom, it is not a safe space. You cannot force anyone to like you, you cannot get rich or respected by demand. Every decision you make either takes you closer or further from the person you want to become. cognitive dissonance the state of having inconsistent thoughts beliefs or attitudes especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change say one thing and do another this is more commonly known as hypocrisy an example smoking is bad for you but not for me smokers that's unhealthy a fat person i love you but not enough to treat you better hose <laughs> tax the rich But not me because I'm not rich and don't have any goals for myself. I just want other people to fail. Losers. The economy was a bubble under Obama, but not under me. Trump. Open the border and let everyone in. But I won't house anyone personally if they don't have a home. Liberals. Let people riot and destroy. They've been oppressed. Go ahead. But let me call the police when the riots get near my business. Liberal business owners in Beverly Hills. All cops are bastards, defund the police, they're all racist pigs. But I'm going to conveniently call the cops when my life or property is in danger. Leftists and BLM. I stand for women and empower them. Because the system is sexist, we must fight. But when my husband cheats on me with his employee, I will suppress her voice in an attempt to keep our image clean. Hillary Clinton. Believe Christine Blasey Ford and her accusation of Brett Kavanaugh because, well, hashtag believe all women. But don't believe Tara Reid when she accuses Joe Biden. Liberal women everywhere. Destroy historical monuments because our past is racist and this country is racist and we must forget it. But we must remember it conveniently and educate ourselves, our unconscious racial bias, every waking second of our lives, Black Lives Matter. You see the problem here. These are all examples of people being incredibly insightful when something benefits them, but conveniently ignorant when it doesn't. All seeing but conveniently blind. It's to turn a blind eye to the problems that will expose our hypocrisy and cognitive dissonance. This is a natural characteristic of neurotic people. Neuroticism is defined by, you know, in psychology and development, a broad personality trait dimension representing the degree to which a person experiences the world as distressing, threatening, and unsafe. Basically, the people who are anxious that the world has to get them, etc. And it just so happens that the rate of neuroticism. Rises rapidly with advances in civilization. And I'll tell you why. Speed, the, 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 you know, getting information quickly, the travel of information breeds a short attention span. This breeds desperation and anxiety when we don't get what we want, when we want it, especially if we live in a privileged country where education comes free, et cetera, These things come free, these things are, are, are being taken for granted. We are seeing also the long standing value system of Christianity dissolve in modern society this value system historically is seen as traditional because of its track record to providing human beings with a meaningful and purposeful scaffold or foundation on which to build their lives on it if they don't have this and we're seeing it decrease now all everybody's spiritual right instead of religious people are not fucking kids are not going to church man they're not they're not you know one-on-one with god they're not they they're not teaching them this in school and 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 for good reason but they're not teaching this in, in, in in at home either you know what i mean they're they're, they're letting go of, of their religious of their religious cultures. And this is not okay. Um, and this will... I mean, listen, I'm not one to tell people be religious or not. Okay? I'm not saying the fact that they're not religious is not okay, right? Because obviously, they can do whatever the fuck they want. But I'm saying it's not healthy for them. It's not healthy for society. You have to unite under, under a flag. And you have to unite under some values. And those values are given to you by... The, the the idea of Christianity right like everybody every fucking human with two brain cells and common sense can acknowledge that the the Ten Commandments are a good scaffold a good foundation uh, for a, a formula community a society if you don't follow the Ten Commandments right I mean you can't kill right nobody agrees that killing is okay uh, but why what says that killing is okay The Ten Commandments established this. This ran deeper. This is a religious doctrine, right, dogma that ran deeper than modern day, like Marxist, etc., hippie shit. So know that. So back to the problem of of, of cognitive dissonance and solving it, it runs deeper than simply acknowledging the other side is correct or admitting to their points. Because even though you can agree on superficial points, your beliefs are still vastly removed from reality. And this has to do with our identity, how we see ourselves. Our value system and why we identify the way we do now I'm talking about an identity crisis a period of uncertainty and confusion in which a person's sense of identity becomes insecure when we have an identity crisis um, a couple of things happen but we are affected deeply when our beliefs are challenged only because we identify deeply with these with these beliefs right when our beliefs are challenged. And they're not strong. They're not rooted in anything. That's when we have an identity crisis. We start doubting what kind of person we are. What do we believe in? And we, we become emotionally emotional instead of logical, rational. You have to understand that your opinions are not you. Our opinions are not us. We have trouble detaching ourselves from our views and, and our opinions. So when they get challenged, we f- personally feel offended as if our own identity itself has been attacked. For example, if somebody tells me the Catholic Church is corrupt, As a Catholic myself, I can either get very defensive from the start um, or I can partly understand the other person's point of view and acknowledge that, you know, okay, historically we have seen corruption in this institution. Uh, In detaching myself from my opinion, I can then analyze the subject of discussion from outside the bubble, right, from sort of a neutral bird's eye point of view. And then this then becomes a much more effective way of continuing a dialogue with somebody and prevent it from getting emotional, even worse, personal. I've seen a lot of personal intols being thrown around, personal shade being thrown around, especially today. It's almost like 2016, you know, it's, and, and, and it's scary because you're essentially shutting down people for their ideas. Um, ideas that are, ne- are never extreme, if you think about it, like people with moderate ideas. with Like I said in my, in, in my most recent IGTV video, you know, there, there's a, a, a side, a, a, a political side, and what, what we like to call the left. Not every liberal is a leftist but the ideology of leftism means that anything that you think is anything that you consider from the right is racist or supremacist therefore i do not engage with that behavior therefore i will cancel or shut it down and that's how i will win and they start their 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 their, their labeling and the groups that they label be- start becoming bigger and bigger and bigger every time they start putting everybody under one umbrella term you know, and they start correlating just conserv- just plain old conservatism, patriotism with racism and supremacism, and this is bad, and, and this is going to be a downfall downfall of our country if we don't prevent it. Um, another example besides the the Catholic Church corrupt one is when like a friend or family member criticizes the relationship you have uh, with your girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, and this is you know because you are so emotionally invested in this person uh, and the relationship, you naturally get offended, and tell these people that oh you know you don't understand. This relationship has become part of you. When you are in a deep, intimate relationship, you divert the majority of your attention and resources to that relationship. You've invested so much. Therefore, you know because you do this, your value is uh, as an individual is predicated on the overall health of that relationship. This is why when anyone gets dumped, they feel like shit. This is natural. In this state, one naturally doubts their value as an individual. Because if you were as valuable as you thought you were, then you would have never been dumped, right? We all too often strongly correlate the health and happiness of our relationship with the health and happiness of ourselves and this will always lead and result uh, uh, in disappointment and an eventual fallout. Our sense of identity must be stable, it must be concrete. It must be resolute, rooted, it must hold weight. It must not easily be doubted and this, this is only accomplished through years of multiple experiences that bring you to critical crossroads in your life where you have to make a decision that could potentially alter your life and solidify your identity. In order to com- to make the correct decision every time, you must have learned enough from the last similar situation. The real world gives no fucks. It is not a classroom. It is not a safe space. You cannot force anyone to like you. You cannot get rich or respected by demand. Every decision you make either takes you closer or further from the person you want to become. And for better or worse, every decision you make compounds the next decision. Meaning that once you make the wrong decision, it's harder the next time to make the right decision. But once you've made the right decision, it's easier the next time to make the right one. So, as positive, it's pros and cons. The most simple example of this can be seen in in the creation or destruction of a habit, right? They take weeks to form or stop, and they usually become part of you. It's it's, it's the subconscious routine, right? That runs in the background once you've adopted them. is also the decision to speak up make no mistake Uh, especially today if if you do not speak up for what you believe in then the next time you will find yourself dug into a little deeper hole and speaking up then will be harder than speaking up now we are seeing this today in 2020 on the whole political scene feminism and black lives matter and i touch on, uh, on this in my igtv video but it all checks out because it is true you know men today are not speaking up when they have to speak up they're being trampled on and 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 like we say you know leftism if you give them an inch they take a mile if you you give them a mile they take a lot years and the same can be said about women in general you know you 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 you, if they if you give them an inch they take a mile make no mistake they do so you uh, a man and a structure uh, a a figure of of stability has to have uh, uh, boundaries it has to have limits it has to know when to say no or no or know when to say okay no this is, too, this is too far and we haven't established those limits of when the left can go too far of when certain activists etc protesters can go too far people for all of human history have not spoken up when the time comes to speak up they are afraid of losing their job or losing their girlfriend losing whatever the fuck instead of keeping their mouth shut and they corrupt their future selves like Jordan Peterson says you know quote if you have something to stay, staying quiet is a lie, end quote. Staying quiet when you know something is wrong is is allowing the corrupt to grow, to fester. Staying quiet in the, these decisions is not only cowardice, but selfishness. And I'll say it now. This is the most selfish thing you can do if you stay quiet. If you allow people, oh, you know what, we'll, we'll let them, we'll let them. Even if in deep down you know that it's wrong and you don't stay quiet in order to avoid conflict, to avoid short-term pain, it will fester and even though you don't see it in your lifetime you're allowing these these people or groups or ways of thinking to grow right and expand when they're not the correct way of thinking and even though their plight might be okay right you have to you have to feel for them their sentiment but if they go about it the wrong way then you cannot give them prizes you know it's like participate you know, i feel like all these people were given participation trophies you know when they were kids you know like this shit reminds me of like a kid like a baby like just because they kick and scream doesn't mean they're more justified you know like in other words like the more angry they are the the, the more justified they must be in their argument that makes no sense um and and we're, we're seeing this now we're, we're giving people um uh, a, a sense of entitlement for fucking protesting burning shit oh it's okay it's okay what do you think they're gonna do Oh, it's okay. Well, let me do more of that shit. They're not going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm done. No, what the hell? You're literally excusing bad behavior and this shit does not make sense. In the long term, it will be bad. I don't understand what people understand, don't understand about this. And, and you're being selfish to the future generation. You are because you are prioritizing your job, your level of comfort, your standard of living, all the privileges and riches that you have today over the freedom of the future generations, over the freedom of your children, your grandchildren. You're canceling people today for having different opinions, but what if your grandchildren end up having a different opinion, right? Their freedom of speech will be canceled. It will be shut down. And this is by definition the the most selfish thing you can do. Like I said before, whatever your field, whatever your profession, these, these truths remain. What I speak of on this channel are truths that remain constant throughout time and space. No matter your era, your gender, your religion, or even goals, I do not tell anyone how to live their lives, but only inform them of the natural laws that dictate how human lives are lived. We are bound by a set of rules. We are humans, after all. We can apply the age-old scientific method to aspects of our lives, and then we can begin to reverse engineer all these circumstances and, 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 and understand how to fix our problems, right? Protesting for a good cause and posting bullshit on social media will not solve your identity problem, Becky. Going out and getting fucked up and subsequently rejected by a six after your girlfriend dumps you will not solve your identity problem, Kyle. These are all attempts at papering over cracks that run so deep that humans would rather avoid the pain of having to fix them. With that being said, I recommend taking a look at these books that relate to the topic. Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Uh, Jordan Peterson gets a little abstract. He's one of those people that you, you know use uh, a fucking high vocabulary, etc., complex words. Um, it took me a while. I had to kind of read, you know, read these things over again and and, and listen to them over again. But um, they make sense. It's it's a good structure to follow. The, these twelve rules. Uh, Randy Posh, the last the last lecture, um, rest in peace. He was a he was a computer. Science instructor uh, at Carnegie Mellon, um, and this guy basically—I mean, these are these are also kind of like rules as well. He gives you rules to follow. Um, a little more empathetic, but it's 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 more personal, I guess, for him. Uh, very good book. I actually recommend that one. That that one's a must-read for any, anybody. And again, don't forget to tell Junior. You're making him susceptible to the dangers of a, a of a midlife crisis or the dangers of of conforming to society. Um, If you don't tell him, you know, you you, and and what I mean by juniors, the future males, you know, that our fucking gender roles are starting to be almost reversed. It's almost like the line is starting to be blurred. And and there is no uh, 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 there is not a a bigger need for a a, a strong, like strong men who, who know their who know their beliefs, who stand up to their beliefs and who will defend their country and their beliefs and their family. They must stand up now. Make no mistake, they must stand up now. It's not at the time to bend or break. Fuck that, and 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 make no mistake, they will they will not like that. But at the end of the day, they will respect it. When I reach my midlife, I don't want to be having a fucking crisis. You know, there's not a menopause here. I mean, I don't want to. I want to be in a boat with with some hoes and my boys making e money every minute. Tell Junior.